Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Welcome to another episode of Acting Inspired with me, Lewis Goody. I'm talking quiet because it's late and people are asleep. And I'm fucking naked. As you know. Oh. Well, now everyone's awake. As you know, um, I started rehearsals this week, last week. Wait, when did I start rehearsals? I started rehearsals on Wednesday. Yeah, last week. Oh my god. Uh, I am fucked. (laughs) I started on Wednesday. We did Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And this play is emotional. Um, Yeah, we... It's it's intense, man. It's it's like... Also, it goes through... It's like it spans a long time. Like eight or nine years of this couple's lives. And it's in, it'll be like an hour, just over an hour or so long. Um, So it goes on a fucking mad roller coaster in a short amount of time. And getting your head around the different areas and with all the work we've been doing as well, it's, uh, you come out and you're just like, oh my God. Um, But it's very exciting. It's it's tiring, but it's exciting. Um, It's cool. It's always nice, isn't it, to get the model box and all that and see what you're going to be performing in and so you've got the different sizes of the different theatres marked out on the on the model box to show you the stage space that we have and it's pretty cool it's like yeah not um i didn't think about that that each venue is going to have a different stage size so but it's nice it's minimal um so it's really it's quite it feels quite exposing um and because there's only two of us in it and and the whole like um yeah like i don't think i've ever been in a rehearsal room with just well actually i have been in a rehearsal room with just the two of us but i don't know the director was kind of silly and and not silly in a bad way just silly in a fun way and it felt like we were just a few mates in a room um and it was a, a kind of silly fun story uh, about the end of the world, which was awesome to do, which I did with Ed Pinker, which uh, he was on the New Year's podcast, and he went to Thailand. Jesus, hold on, doorbell just went. So yeah, but it, it, it's this play is quite, you know, uh, uh, intelligent and oh shit, this play is intelligent and emotional and, um, yeah, we really. 
I don't know. So it, I basically, I'm saying I feel like a numpty every time we we get into it because there's nowhere to hide. Um, but it's good because it's forcing me out of a habit that I get into where I, in a rehearsal room with, you know, more people in the scene or, or whatever. I suppose no, I do have done scenes with very few of you, but it just feels so. I don't know why, actually, yeah, I mean, I've done this before, so I don't know why it's affected me so much. Um, I guess because the character at the beginning of the play is exactly my age, and so it's, yeah, it's like very close, and yeah, he's a young dude, and she's a young, it's a it's a relationship story, it's very, like, real, Um uh, but from it, from the perspective of a, of someone involved in a world that I have no idea about law and um you know I think that that's a very different thing so I feel like I don't have all my my knowledge about and what I've researched about my character is stuff that I I am not 100% sure is right because I don't have access to that world so any lawyers out there come and want to come and give me a, a lesson in law i'd appreciate it although on the research i've done it you probably wouldn't have much time anyway um but rehearsals are going well it's really fun uh it's great to to the i mean i was telling you about being making myself ill spending all my time inside learning the lines um but i can't tell you how beneficial that has been it is so good to know what you're doing in pretty much every scene. There was one scene added at the end and I hadn't learnt the last scene, but I'm almost there now. Yeah, but that that is just so freeing and you can get up and start working straight away. You know, normally it's there's a there's a and there is the danger of getting into a rhythm with the lines you've learnt, but I don't think we've fell into that because we're challenging each other, myself and Millie, uh, you know, helping each other out and and challenging each other. Um with the lines and it changes every time so it's it's nice and it's it's really it's been really fun actually and it's great to be i think maybe i'm thinking about this about the just a few of us in the room and exposing and stuff because normally there are like obviously we have the stage manager but the you know normally there are other people around floating about it's so chilled um in a good way like it's just very it's a a good environment um yeah, again, so exposed sounds like the wrong word, really. But um, it's really nice. It's cool. Uh, the director, Scott Haran, is really, really good. He likes to uh, chuck, a, chuck a load of challenges at us to, to deal with. And and we do lots of interesting exercises within the scenes. Um, so it's, yeah, really, really, he's really great and very nurturing and open to, to everything we have to offer as well. Did the volume just change? Um, but it's a really chill vibe, so it's cool. And I have a really good relationship with Millie. She's, like, awesome, e really easy to get along with, um, a pleasure to sort of do the scenes with, and um, and it's really fun discovering these the characters. So it's, it's always such a... I mean, you can't control this, but what a benefit it is to, to happen to have been cast next to someone who is fucking awesome. Um, and you know just it's all chill vibes all around so it's all good yeah so what happened so yeah we've been going through the play and then on on Friday 
I don't know if I spoke about this, but I had another audition. I I don't normally get into this situation, but I had an audition whereby I had to um, run. I, I I had an audition whilst I was rehearsing, um, which is not something I often get into. But um, yeah, it was it was I I had this audition. It was a third round, I guess, or second recall. Um, I don't know how it went. It it. It was, I struggled to think of more than one thing at a time. And if I have two things on my plate at the same time, I very easily get flustered. And going to this audition on Friday was fucking nightmare. Or was it on Thursday? Maybe it was on Thursday. But basically, I had to, yeah, it was my second day of rehearsals. So in my lunch break and the production, the producer and the guys have hidden the play that I'm rehearsing for started rehearsals for were really good about it um they let me go on my lunchtime the other guys were good enough to see me at lunchtime um unfortunately the Victoria line was a pile of fucking wank that particular lunchtime um to add to my hatred of TFL and the pop just any of this fucking public transport I hate it um but yeah the the Victoria line decided to just bail on me just literally as I stepped onto the platform it all went fucked up so that was fucking annoying and I l- eventually got to King's Cross legged it as fast as I could to the venue as I ran into the door they opened the door of the <laughs> audition room and said Lewis and I was like oh fuck and I was dripping with sweat. I was completely out of breath. I did text ahead and and or get ask my agent to let them know, and that it was fine. They were aware that I was running, but they still went to see if I was there, and I happened to arrive at that exact moment. And so they took me in, and I did this bloody Shakespeare um, scene, completely frazzled and sweating, and just. Yeah, I don't know. It might have added to it. I don't know. He, the guy is supposed to have been running, but I mean, Jesus. There's realistic and just not clear because I'm genuinely out of breath and dripping with sweat. Um, God, I'm, the energy is really low. I do apologise, but um, but it was cool. Um, and anyway, so rehearsals are great, and I I just want to. Basically, I'm trying to keep up with this one a week podcast, um, and I'm dying here. I'm like knackered. Um, probably has something to do with also having a the the first ever stand up gig at the Soho Theatre on Saturday. Um, this was fucking awesome. We. I mean, the day was just mental. Like, the night before, I was scared. I was right, like, finishing up my joke, trying to tighten it up, get it down to three and a half minutes exactly, struggling with that, um, eventually getting there and doing that. And, uh, and well, I th- uh, what I thought, you know, I was got it down to a point where I was reading it out, and it was three and a half minutes, which is the time that we had. And, but when I actually did it, sort of, I don't know, without reading it, it came up to 
about four minutes, which is, you know, that's not bad, I guess, 30 seconds, but you don't really, I don't know, we were told that it's a big no-no to go over your time. It's just three and a half minutes is so bloody short. But to be fair, and I'll get to this, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. So we woke up that day and it was like weird. There was an atmosphere. Me and Kai were obviously both doing it and it was like, I don't know, man. There were, Everyone was, we were so focused on our jokes and shit. And we did them to each other and whatever, but like no one's capable of having a coherent conversation. And this continued when we got to the Soho Theatre and met everyone else, just all sat around this big table, everyone quietly shitting themselves, trying to have these small talk conversations that just weren't holding up because no one could listen because they were so absent, not absent-minded, but focused on their jokes. Um... So it was pretty fucking hilarious. If you just, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that situation and look at all the conversations and shit that were going on. No one was listening, including me. I, I, people were talking to me. They weren't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. Like it was hard to listen or talk in that situation. So we got there early, um, so we could shit ourselves a bit longer. Uh, and it was really like I can't. This the Soho Youth Company. Is it youth company, young company? Um, the SYC Comedy Lab, stand-up comedy lab, was just, has been awesome. It's just been 10 weeks of awesomeness. And I'm so glad we did it. Um, I, um, I'm going to try and do it again. I've applied to do it again. So we'll see how that goes. Um, because I, I, I feel like I didn't make the most out of the time that I had at the beginning. So I was, you know, I, I sort of held back a bit, or not held back, but I, I, after I sort of had a bit of a knockback with the first sort of properly structured joke that I tried to write, it, and it not going as I had necessarily hoped, I... I guess it knocked my confidence because I so badly want to be able to do this. Um, and so I guess when when it doesn't necessarily go how you think it's going to go after the not if after it not going too badly the first time, I guess it just made me go shit. But then when I actually put time into and you know the 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 joke that I came up with and the joke that I had as a final piece for the for the showing or whatever. Um, you know, it's not, it was a, a quick idea about going to get your hair cut, um, and, you know, but, but I stuck with it, that was the thing, I just went, okay, I'm not, this isn't necessarily 100% what I want to talk about, but if I stick with it, and, you know, half of the work is the performance of it, and so if I can just work on that bit for now, with whatever material I have, then, that's that's cool with me um so that's why i want to do it again so i can actually like work on it and that's the best bit of it is like working it out what will be for the, is it like the the journey of it and it's yeah it's just so the craft is unbelievably hard and unbelievably fun when you get into it and sharing it with people and going check this out would you you know exchanging ideas that's what's great about the 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 comedy lab at the, at the Soho theater 
um syc comedy stand-up plus thing not plus lab whatever um and i think we were blessed with a fucking fantastic group of people uh and who of whom everyone was sick basically um so i'll I'll get to it i'm I'm gonna keep this short tonight so um because thank god because i'm talking on this i've gone into my monotone monotone vibe monotonous vibes um but yeah so i spent that friday night doing the, the like rewrites and trying to cut it down and then um and then it was all this like incoherent conversation which was fucking hilarious and nerves the nerves flying around there was nuts and it's mad because of what we do you know like myself and Kai and a few of the other people there were actors and this was scarier than any show I've ever done even a show in front of 2,000 people singing and playing the ukulele which aren't my like strongest skills was not as terrifying as doing three and a half minutes or what ended up being four minutes on stage trying to make a bunch of strangers shit themselves laughing like that is the the scariest it it was just terrifying but in the best way we were all buzzing and we were all excited um it was just this this kind of positive nervous energy and sometimes positive uh nervous energy is not positive um but it was a good buzz. It was nice fun. And a few people like ran their sets before we like sort of a mini tech kind of vibe. And I wanted to, but I didn't. Um, I think there wasn't really enough time. And I also didn't want to like jinx it or something. I don't know. Um, but eventually the time came for us to go down and get ready. And it was not, it was fucking hilarious. We all sat along the side of the stage, uh, not the stage, sat along the side of the whole room sort of on show as people were coming in it was like we were getting ready to be executed and um and anyway it filled and this place filled up it was sold out so i don't know if anyone who listens to this came to see it but thank you if you did because it was fucking mental there were so many people there it was great yeah everyone rammed in and then the lights go down and the stage lights come up and it was like okay first person go Issa she smashed it she set the bar fucking high I can tell you that right now the first girl to go up Issa um she is brilliant she does sketch comedy she does stand-up comedy she's so intelligent she's so fun she's so cool and she killed it she got like uh, she got fucking applause breaks and shit it was nuts um and I just remember sitting there at the side and I wasn't going to the second half and I was like oh my god somebody kill me right now I can't do this and I'm sure we were all thinking the same thing um and one by one our three minutes were were happening and but I like can't tell you the pride I felt of for everyone was amazing like everyone in the first half they got up and you saw this moment on stage where everyone sort of took the mic and you just saw a little switch in their head go let's do this it's on and something clicked with everyone and we were all in sync and shit it was nuts and and we just went up one by one and we did our thing and then we came off and we gave each other a little high five and we were like good work and then watch the next guy and then on and on through and the audience were really laughing like it was 
definitely a supportive crowd and friendly and there were friends and family there but nevertheless they were they were genuinely laughing at what was going on and you sit there going what and obviously that's what you'd hope for but I don't know sometimes you're not sure and everyone killed it I like I don't know if everyone feels like this but it sounds like the kind of thing that everyone's probably thinking which was oh I mean mine wasn't no one laughed quite as much when I was up there. So, you know, there's always that self-doubt somewhere, but fuck it, man, it was so much fun. And when I got up there on that stage, I was like, holy shit. And you look at people in the front, like people in the front row. Uh, there was a girl who didn't look particularly thrilled, but she was probably the only one because everyone else there was screaming. Um and even that is just like, because they just expect, they're like, it's like, you know, we've all been to comedy shows, you're sitting there going, make me fucking laugh, as you should be, you know? Um, so, yeah, we're all sitting there and they and they look at you and it's like, fuck, am I going to make you laugh? I might not, I might, I might not. Um, but whatever happens, happens, you just got to fucking do it. So it was sick. And yeah, and I went through, and it's great. Everyone was sort of, I don't know, these improv bits were just coming out of everyone everyone was sort of the adrenaline sort of kicked in and gives you a little boost of like yeah just fuck around a bit and or you get an idea in the middle of doing one of your bits and and you add something in and and it works and it's like holy shit this that made that so much like no one would have laughed at that bit if i didn't do that new bit everyone was trying stuff and being cocky i guess but in a good way like that sounds bad when i say it but like everyone was just having a good time and fucking about and and making everyone laugh it was brilliant everyone chucked something in um and everyone just got so much respect from the guys sitting there judging us um and then afterwards i like i can't like afterwards was just the biggest buds and it's like four minutes on stage four fucking minutes and it's just like fucking terrifying but then the buzz i swear to god i was like i only started coming down on monday and this was on saturday at 4 p.m we were finished by 5 30 and drunk by six um but it was just beautiful and we were all you know we were all totally buzzing off of each other's vibes and each other's energy and um i, I just can't explain and i want that all the time I want to, I mean, you know, it was definitely, it's definitely a situation that is exaggerated and slightly out of the norm, I guess, um, and you gotta, have you gotta remember that? I don't know, fuck it, maybe it, maybe it is like that all the time, I'm just scared in case it's not, but that day was fucking brilliant, and then we went home, and then the next day I did a load of work on, in a, in a great mood, did a load of work, learned a load of, like, like the last scenes that I hadn't got to in the in the play did some research and stuff and uh and then went in on Monday fresh as a daisy and by Tuesday evening I am fucked I am now gonna go and get some sleep but what an awesome day what an awesome week um I feel very privileged to to be doing what I'm doing right now and yeah like it's when you're lucky enough to be in this situation, you got to fucking realise it. And I'm really trying to realise it at the moment. And just 
grabbing hold of it all by the balls and and having fun with it. Oh, is that what you do? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> grab it by the balls and have fun with it. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I'm tired, but it's been a great week, and you know, I it's weird. I normally I'd be kicking myself, killing myself over that audition because I felt like it didn't necessarily go as planned, but it went how it went, so fuck it. Me and Kai have been meditating every day. Um, That's another thing we've been doing in the mornings. Kai's trying to do this. I haven't been doing it every single day, but Kai's doing this 100 days thing. To 100, apparently 100 days make... Doing 100 days of something makes it a habit. So Kai's been, been smashing that out, and I've been joining her most of the time. I've only had a few days off here and there. Um... And feel good, and yeah, I'm happy, and it's a a good situation, and I'm grateful. I am forever grateful, and you know whatever comes next, I'm down with it and up for it. Um, on Friday, I'm gonna go and see most of the guys who were performing at the Saturday show at one of the a night that one of the guys from the course has set up. He set up his own comedy night. What a fucking legend, Jimmy. Um, I've totally forgotten how to pronounce your surname, Jimmy. If you listen to this, I'm so sorry. Jimmy Ferry, Ferra, Ferra, Ferra. F U, yeah. Um, but he set up his own night, and so we can all go and do comedy and try and recreate that day. Or not recreate that day, have a whole nother new day and try new stuff out and play with it. And there are people doing different gigs. Dan Wise doing a gig at the vaults, um, Vaulty Towers. I'm going on Sunday night. Come and check it out seven oh i think i think on the facebook thing anyway um yeah uh vaulty towers i think it's called vaults comedy night um come and see it i'm sure it'll be awesome tickets are selling out um there's people doing sketch stuff i'm gonna hopefully go and see some of that it's just I just feel so inspired by all the people around me at the moment. The director of this show is really inspiring. He's great and, and on it and fun and chilled and knows how to make it, create a good vibe in a room. Millie, the girl that I'm working opposite, is um, fucking smart and and passionate and powerful with her acting and, and uh, challenging and it's in, in a good way. And... Uh, yeah, I feel I'm totally inspired by the people around me. Kai is smashing it out. She's been filming some stuff and then she's been doing some readings and workshops and um, all of that. And Kai's off to a retreat on the weekend um, and I'm proud of her. And just everyone around me is smashing it and I feel privileged to be in the situation that I am. I'm going to let you all go to sleep now if I haven't put you to sleep already. So thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll see you soon. Big love. Peace. It was a light, gay and easy, whatever may come. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.